that you chose to be with me in our study of God's Word. We're talking about symbols of the Holy Spirit that teach us about who He is and what He does. And we've been talking about the wind of the Spirit and the breath of the Spirit and the water, the rivers of living water that the Spirit is. We've been talking about all these different symbols. I want to mention one more, the wine of the Spirit. Listen to this verse. Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another with psalms and hymns and songs from the Spirit, singing and making music from your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus. This verse contains both a contrast and a comparison. The contrast is obvious. Don't be filled with wine, spirits but be filled with the Holy Spirit. Paul prohibits one and promotes the other, but also a comparison is here. Paul is saying many fill their lives with wine to stimulate them, but you should fill your life with the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit comes in power, like he did on the disciples on the day of Pentecost, they went out into Jerusalem to share Christ's love. The mockers said, these men are full of new wine. They were nearer the truth than they knew yet further very far from the truth. Peter responded, Yes, they are intoxicated, but not from, from earthly wine or an earthly source. They're filled with the Holy Spirit. They were intoxicated not with the devil's stimulus, but with the divine stimulus. Men usually seek stimulus because they feel inadequate or unable to cope with life. God has made a promise for that, the Holy Spirit, and he wants to fill us with the Holy Spirit so we'll have the divine stimulant, and not the human one. Now notice the basic comparison. Fill your life with the Holy Spirit, not with wine. When wine takes over a person, they're controlled by the, by the wine they have imbibed. And once that happens, one's mental faculties, emotions, and will are controlled by strong drink. Most people are totally changed when they're drunk. The same is true when the Holy Spirit controls and fills a person. They're totally changed. Are you controlled by God's Spirit? Is he filling you like that? This is why that we have never, that I, that I have personally thought it important to really measure on not consuming alcoholic beverages. My personal conviction is it's better not to drink at all because many people who do become alcoholics even though they never intend to and also the effects of it. But we'll get into that at another time. If you... If you examine the comparison here, it is don't get drunk with wine, but get drunk with the Holy Spirit. It's also a comparison in the results. Wine affects your words. The disciples spoke differently after Pentecost when they were filled with the Spirit. They were accused of being drunk, but they were controlled by God. Alcohol causes a person to become more expressive, usually more talkative, often timid people, become very verbose, and oftentimes people who have not really, don't really say very much, become very, very, I know one man who was very quiet, hardly ever said a word, but when he got drunk, he became argumentative, he talked all the time, he fussed, he complained. He was a totally different person. This is why when we trust the Holy Spirit to t take control of our lives, Jesus will come through. Jesus told them to be witnesses, and he said, when you step out to do that, the Holy Spirit will empower you and give you what you need to do that. They got a new boldness too. And when people are 
drunk with wine, they usually have a boldness. They throw caution to the wind, and all inhibitions are gone. They do things they would never do if they were sober and didn't think about doing. But now that they're controlled by, by wine or by alcohol, they do. So when the Holy Spirit fills us, we, we do bold things. Uh, verse 4 of Acts, chapter 4 of Acts, verse 13, speaks of the boldness of Peter and John. And then verse 29 of that same chapter, they prayed that with all boldness they might speak the word of God. And in Acts 4.31, the Bible says they did. They got new courage, new boldness, new power. Could this be the reason for timidity and fear on our part, that maybe we are not filled with the Spirit, we're not letting the Spirit control our lives? Wine also affects our walk, our lifestyle. A drunk walks differently. He's controlled by alcohol. Sometimes he can't walk at all. And so he's, he's, it's things that are not characteristic of him take place. So when we're filled with the Spirit, we walk in the light as Jesus is in the light. Oftentimes, drunkenness turns a tightwad into a generous person, and they just start throwing money around, and they give away everything. Well, when the Holy Spirit fills us, he makes us a generous person for the right reasons. Also, wine affects our worship. A drunk controlled by wine, and he worships it, it controls him. The Holy Spirit fills a believer, and we worship freely and spontaneously the Lord. The Bible says we speak in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in our hearts to the Lord. And I'm so glad that he said making melody in our hearts to the Lord. Maybe you, like me, are not very good at making melody with your, with your tongue, with your mouth, because you don't sing very well, and so you hesitate to sing in a service. If nothing else, mouth the words. If nothing else, speak the words. If nothing else, in your mind, look at the words of the songs and think of what they mean as you worship and, and make them a prayer to God and make them an expression of your faith. Because, you see, when we're filled with the Spirit, it takes worship and takes the death out of it and puts, it makes it exciting and lively and enjoyable. And that's not just in public worship. That's not just when we're singing. It's, in, it's all through our lives each day as we worship. Wine affects the way you think, too. keeps you from thinking clearly and judging rightly. But the Holy Spirit does the opposite. The Holy Spirit gives us wisdom to make good decisions and to choose wisely and to, and to take the best even above that which is good. So here are two commands to be obeyed. Don't get drunk with wine. Be filled with the Spirit. Let's obey both of them, and our lives will be tremendously different. God bless you. I hope these studies on the symbols of the Holy Spirit will help all of us to realize God wants to control us and fill us and empower us and use us. I pray that you'll let him do that this week.